Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he is former Bucks GM and now, of course, the Golden State Warriors, a director of player personnel, Larry Harris, joins us. Good evening, Larry. Hey, Sparky. How are you doing, man? Uh, nice. I'm glad we're doing this just you and me. No yeah. Gary, no Leroy, just Larry and Sparky like old uh, times. This, this is a good old days, baby. Yeah, it and is. Yeah. I, yeah, I got I to gotta, I gotta come after Paschke. That could be very difficult because I know his energy was at a high level. Yes. If I remember the gym that I used to know. Yes, it was. That was an hour ago. So it, there's been some separation between the two of you. You're okay. all right. Good. You're okay. Right. Uh, Larry, I, I guess first things first, I, I wanted to have you on to kind of get your read on the West uh, a, a little bit because not everybody stays up till midnight, one in the morning out here watching Western Conference basketball in the NBA. Everybody talks about the Lakers. Everybody talks about the Clippers fine. Uh, we just had uh, the play-by-play guy on for the Utah Jazz, and I said, Tier 1 in the West is Clippers-Lakers. I said, then are you in Tier 2? And he argued that he thought that Utah may be on the verge of being a Tier 1 team, maybe Tier 2, but right at the top of Tier 2. How do you view the Jazz and what type of run they could get on in the West? Well, I would say, I mean, I think that's a little optimistic. I mean, obviously, I, I respect what they've done there. I think them having not having Bogdanovich, I think, is a problem. Um, I think that uh, Larry's still there. Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I got you. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying, without Bogdanovich, I just don't know how far they can go. I, I think they can get through the first round. Um, I'm a little skeptical of what that's going to look like because they'll probably have to match up. Um, against the Lakers in round two if they stay where they're at. I think Conley's the big X factor. If he's great, he was good in the scrimmage, and I know scrimmages you can take it, whether it's whether it's a, a good indicator of where they're at. But I, I think the loss of Bogdanovich is going to hurt them. So as much as I'd like to agree with him, I, I think they're clearly a two. I don't think they're – I think the Lakers and Clippers are clearly separated themselves from the rest of the West by and a, a pretty good distance. What about the Denver Nuggets, Larry? I, I watching these scrimmages and Bull Bull just jumped off the screen at you, uh, a second round pick. I, he just blew my mind. He really did. Now again, he's he's real thin, whatever. I fine. It is what that is. But he definitely had an impact on the floor when he was out there. They already had weapons on that Nuggets team. Yeah. I mean, look, I think Denver is clearly the third best team. Um, I know a lot of people may disagree and say Houston's there. Um, I, I just, I think everybody's kind of watching to see if Houston can actually do it without any big people, any centers, any really true power forwards that are playing on their roster. But I think Denver is the third best team. The one thing that I caution with them is just their experience 
and where they're at at small forward. I think the one thing you're going to have to deal with with the Lakers and Clippers, and I think every team that's in the West has to deal with it, even if we were in the, the playoffs, we would have to deal with it, is how are you going to handle LeBron, Kawhi, and Paul George? And Denver's area of concern for me is at the small forward. You know, Will Barton, light. Uh, Torrey Craig, more of a backup. And then Michael Porter Jr., you know, just unproven. So their experience, a little bit of a question mark for me and where they're at at small forward. But I I think they're clearly going in to uh, the the restart. I think that uh, they're the third best team in the West. You you walk into a question that I guess I wasn't going to ask you, but I'm going to now. And that is the whole experienced veteran team versus the team with not a bunch of experience and a bunch of young guys. Normally in the postseason – that veteran team has the advantage playing in hostile environments, knowing how to deal with it. Being in this bubble situation without fans, uh, is that kind of taken away from that veteran team without having fans in the stands? I would never take away from experience. And, and fortunately for me, having, you know, obviously we've had a great run here the last five years that when you have experience and people that have been in the playoffs and made it a loss or two early doesn't, put a team that's been around it or at least had its best players that have been in the playoffs into a panic situation where they make like the game three is the most important game. So where I think it's going to be an interesting dynamic with this, like you said, when, you, when you're in a normal environment, you have the home and road and you play that deal and there's enough breaks in between. I think the schedule's certainly beneficial until you get the conference finals. But I think where the Lakers and Clippers have the advantage is there basically is no travel. So now the veterans are going to, you know, they're going to get their rest. They're going to know what it takes, and they're going to play every other or every third day. I don't know if the if the young guys can replenish their body and know literally what it takes to, to compete at the highest level in an NBA playoff series, you know, basically four rounds to get to the final. Yeah. The experience is, is massive, and I think just the travel, though there's none, but you're playing more often than you would in a regular playoff series, I think that's going to be a factor. You know, the other thing, too, about all of this is you don't know if, you know, God forbid COVID-19 gets into that bubble. Now, cross your fingers, we continue going the way we're going. Two weeks, no positive tests in the bubble. So it's working to this point. But at some point here, you're going to start probably bringing family members and friends in around the second round of the playoffs uh, and all of that. I think that is probably the toughest thing that you can't prepare for if that does rear its ugly head, I mean, you're seeing it in baseball right now where you lose a player or two. Granted, you have to go through that with an injury, but it just makes things more difficult. And there's probably more of a mental toll on players because it has to be on in the back of their mind throughout this entire run is, you know, if you go to the finals, you're not going to see your family for three months. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely. I, I, I think the, the COVID thing is a- a real issue. And then I think just not that I'm a medical person, but just talking with our medical staff in Golden State is, is the soft tissue injuries. Um, you know, it's one thing to play a scrimmage, which, you know, let's, let's call it a little glorified summer league that we saw sure. for three games. Yep. We didn't see the, the rosters completed. A lot of guys sat out. A guy played one game or played 20 minutes. So now you're going to ramp it up. And though there are eight games to get to the playoffs, there's still a conditioning that needs to take place. And so as much as, as the COVID is real, uh, when family members do come, I would say with the COVID thing, the families aren't kicking in until I think sometime late August, early September. But, you know, God forbid that all of a sudden, you know, you're in, you're in a game. I, we've said internally, game six or seven, LeBron gets it. Or, yep. you know, Kawhi gets it. Or, you know, that, that's, a, that's, a big, that's a big factor. Now, 
again, um, you know, maybe there's some testing, maybe there's some things, but the protocols have stated that once you get it, you're, you're out for a while. So it, it certainly is that. Um, hopefully the players can stay in tune and stay in the bubble and not create situations that will cause them to fail any of those tests. But uh, I, I also am keeping an eye on just the injuries. And, you know, if you've been watching, I don't know if you watched Dallas, uh, the last couple of games, Luca has kind of come up lame a couple different times on some drives and some things around the rim. I mean, he does not look 100%. So what does that mean? I don't know. But in a long playoff series, maybe Dallas doesn't get there that deep. But if he's not 100%, obviously their chances are very small. Then. Talking with Larry Harris, the Golden State Warriors, former Bucks GM here uh, on the fan. Let's talk a little bit about the Eastern Conference now and how this stacks up for the Bucks. ESPN made their predictions on their website. Pretty much everybody has the Bucks coming out of the East. Everybody pretty much has them playing Toronto uh, or Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. In your view, who do you think poses the biggest threat to Milwaukee? I, I just think one team. I, I think that's Toronto. Um, they've been there. Obviously, they beat us. You know, um, Kawhi was great, certainly, but uh, they are a formidable opponent, and obviously, Milwaukee knows them well. Toronto beat them, so I think it's Milwaukee's to lose. I mean, they, they literally should be in the finals. There's no question about it. They've got the best player in the East and the best player in the East last year in the playoffs. Maybe Giannis was the best player in the regular season, but the best player in the playoffs was Kawhi. And I always say the best player advances. Um, and I just I think with Milwaukee's experience, I, I, I just think that they're clearly the best team. But Toronto will give them a run because – I don't underestimate Kyle Lowry. I mean, him and Fred VanVleet, they just, they're, they're deadly at the point guard position, and I think that's where Milwaukee's vulnerable. Um, I also think that, you know, depending on what happens at the two-guard position and, and Chris Middleton being the key, if, if Milwaukee gets anything from Matthews, DiVincenzo, and Middleton, then I think they take for Toronto. But do not underestimate that, that backcourt in Toronto. Those two guards are lethal. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I think Toronto uh, could be an issue. But for me, I, Brad Stevens, really like Brad Stevens as a coach. Uh, don't know about their size, though. I think that could be an issue. Uh, and then Miami Spolster, for whatever the reason, Larry has always had some type of success against the Bucks and slowing down the Bucks. He's unbelievable. I mean, you know, and again, no disrespect to them at all, but when you look at the rosters and you take the top four teams in the East, I mean, they clearly – depth and experience and everything they're clearly the fourth best team yet they give Milwaukee more problems than the other teams so it, it certainly is a coaching edge that he gets um, he's taken whatever Pat Riley's given him and, and, and exceeds expectations the thing with them I think the key is going to be how good Bam is going to play their center I think he's going if he can control the inside and be the rim protector and a presence the way they like to use him maybe it can overcome the youth but, uh, you know, Tyler Hero, obviously, a Wisconsin native. And then, and, you know, Duncan Robinson. I mean, it's just it's hard to believe, even though they have Jimmy Butler, that those two guys in their youth are going to be really to, able to do something beyond the second round. Yeah, and we'll have to wait and see uh, how that happens. Obviously, Tyler Hero has his fan base here, as you can well imagine, sure. being from like the backyard of where we are as a radio station coming from Whitnell. So he'll have his cheering section, no doubt. The coaches, that, and maybe I'm wrong, I, I always tend to look at coaches uh, in, in how they do against other coaches and how they've done in the past against other coaches and may, who may have somebody else's number and so forth. And then you go back to the West and you look at Clippers and you look at Lakers. I think the Clippers are a deeper team, 
And I, I, I like Doc Rivers. Uh, I like Doc Rivers as a coach. And when you stack up those two teams, I think the Clippers probably come out of the West. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I've told people here whether I mean I, I'm, I'm probably wrong. I think it's the Clippers to lose. I, I think it's their title. Uh, just everything, as long as they stay healthy, as long as Kawhi and, and Paul George are healthy, their depth and who they are. You know, Patrick Beverly's a pest, and, and Montrez Harrell has been great, and Lou Williams is best six man in the league. It's theirs to lose. And not, not because we're in the West. I would say that if I felt Milwaukee, and look, there's a part of me that would love to see Milwaukee get the title, um, but I think if I'm going to, if I have to just put my basketball hat on, I think it's the Clippers to lose. I, I, the Lakers are good. Their depth is, is, a, is a problem. Kuzma has to be great. And without Rondo and Bradley, there's just going to – I think it'll take its toll on LeBron even as great as he is. Um, you know, when, when they beat us, they had Kyrie and Kevin Love. And I just don't – even though Anthony Davis is great, will he survive all the way to October? Interesting to find that out. But I think it's the Clippers to lose. I think it's Clippers-Milwaukee. Um, and, and the Clippers, you know, probably take it in six. Does Larry Harris think Giannis will win MVP? Yeah, undoubtedly he is. He's the MVP. Okay. No does Larry Harris think LeBron's that? LeBron's been great. Okay. Does Giannis? Does Larry Harris think that Giannis will win Defensive Player of the Year? Uh, you know what? Gobert usually usually has a title into that. I don't know if the league. And again, this is just me. You know, one vote. I don't know if the league sees Giannis as that great of a two-way player, though he's a good defensive player. I don't think they see him as in the top one or two defensively in the league, um, but he's good. But I, I, I would say, no, he does not get that. If he, Gobert he is, if Gobert is one, who's two? Anthony um, Davis? Good question. I have, what's that? Anthony Davis? No, no, not a chance. Um, even though he blocks shots, I mean, that's impressive. Um, I tell you what, a, a guy that, uh, in a kind of a, you know, obviously going back to the college days, I, I mean, I, I don't know who number two would be for me off the top of my head, but I can tell you that um, I think Jimmy Butler's pretty good. I mean, he he's got to be in my top five. Yeah, he is really I, good. I can tell you that. Cause he, he's nasty. He's nasty now. He's tough, tough as nails. Um, but uh, he's good. And I tell you, you know, for all, I would say this, as far as the defender, I think Kawhi Leonard's as good as Giannis easily defensively. Kawhi's really when he good. locks in, yep. he, he's so strong. He, he's, I mean, I, I'll tell you this. Draymond Green, when we played him in the finals, you know, last year, he said to me afterwards, I said, what is it like guarding, you know, Kawhi? He said, you know, the, the toughest thing is nobody realized just how strong he is. He wears you down. I mean, he wears you down. So it's a physical punishment that that, that, that guy puts you through. No doubt about it. Hey, uh, you, you pretty geeked up about this whole draft thing coming with you and the Warriors. I mean, you all haven't been in this situation in a long time, Larry. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, unfortunately, I wasn't in Milwaukee, <laughs> sadly <laughs> enough. Well, you've my, been my through time, that part of it. That I know. Yes, yeah. obviously. My time was cut short because I visited that a few times, um, uh, regardless whether it was my fault or injuries. But that's another that's a story for another day. Um, I will say this. Obviously, we're in a unique situation because we're there by injuries, not by talent. At least I don't think so. Um, you know, we'll get to pick one through five. Um, we certainly had a lot of ring central calls. Um, you know, our owner's been on a lot of calls. I think we're, you know, and I don't mean this. I, I really, when I say this, I mean it humbly. I, I think if the draft were tomorrow, we've had so many conversations about it because we've been talking about it since March 20th that I think we're ready to go. 
um, you know, regardless of workouts and all the things that may take place in physicals, I think from picking a player standpoint, I think we're pretty united on, you know, kind of our top five. Um, if those all those guys stay in the draft, which I think they're Larry, going to. Larry, let me ask you a so, question real quick. So are, are, you in a, yeah. are you in a position as an organization – kind of like how the Bucks were where we're just going to swing for the fences and if we get it, we get it? Or are you in a position as an organization where you've got Steph and Clay and Draymond where it's more of a we want somebody to help us now here in the next couple of years? Well, I, I don't think, I will tell you, I, I don't think we're, we're in the illusion that this guy's going to help us where we want to be next year. Um, certainly, we've, you know, we've got a lot of hope that, you know, that Kevon Looney is going to be healthy and, and that with our four guys and including – um, Wiggins, who we acquired during the season, we think that our starting five is as good as anybody in the league uh, when all healthy. But um, I think that we're looking at the draft. If, if this particular draft, certainly we'd like to swing for the fences and get the best player. Everybody's going to say that. But I think there are a few players in the draft that can fit something that we may need down the road. And what I mean by that is somebody that may not look from the outside is may not be the best player but I kind of look at our situation that we're looking for the best player that may not be the best player, but maybe the best player for our team, the best fit for our team. So what we're hoping is the best player and the best fit kind of those lines cross. Um, but, and that's what we're, you know, because for us, and you've been around me a long time, you know me a long time, I, uh, character and culture matter to us. Our culture is really good because of our players and character is the first thing we talk about. I mean, we've got great talented hall of fame players, but their character is off the charts. And I include Draymond as many people may think that, you know, very emotional and volatile at times. He's as good a person as ever been around. I would go to war with him anytime. Um, you and having can. said that, I think our guys, our guys, we can take someone that maybe the league will say, Hey, we had him ranked four or five. Why'd you guys take him one if we get one? But I think you should look look, look at us to say, and we're going to take the best player that we also think is the best fit for our organization. Just take Wiseman and be, call it a day. It's just, just take Wiseman. That's, well, it, that's it. That's all you got to yeah, do. Yeah, we we have to get a we have to get we have to get a number first. We'll I, I find know. out, I guess, on the twentieth. Right? Well, you better yeah. be going because you've got experience going to these lottery things. So, are you going? <laughs> Thanks. Not, not something I'm proud of. I will say this. The one good thing about all of it is um, Bob Myers, our president and, and our owner, Joe Lacob, at least the kind of the first or second phone call said, Larry, you've taken the number one pick. How was that experience? I said, well, it got me fired. But besides that, <laughs> it, was a great, it was a great experience. Yeah. Um, all right. Larry, I, go ahead. Yeah. And I would just say the, the greatest the greatest thing about all of it was to circle back with Andrew, and I've told you that before, to circle back with Andrew and win a championship with him. So there was there was some redemption at the end on that one for sure. Larry, thanks so much for coming on, man. Uh, always a pleasure to have you on. Always yeah. enjoyed. And uh, be safe and healthy down in Texas, and uh, we'll see how things go for you in the lottery. Well, I appreciate it. And same to you guys and same to all the fans. And, and go Bucks. I, I'm sorry I chose the Clippers, but I do have you in the finals. No, so we'll take it. If you it. win it, it's a win-win. So well, well, as long I appreciate as you having me on as always. As long as it's not LeBron, so I don't have to listen to Gary. Larry, thank you so much. Take care, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there we don't is. want Gary to – we can't stand a summer, a summer of Gary. Can't do it. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.